Welcome to Friarside Chats. I'm your host, Emma Miller, here today with Father Mike. How you doing, Father Mike? Doing great, Em. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesomely. Just, awesomely. Yes, yes, wonderfully. New word. That's great. <laughs> Awesomely. Um, yeah, I'm doing great because we just had an awesome weekend of graduation. Celebrating the Celebration. class of 2017 mm-hmm. and all their accomplishments. Congratulations to our graduates and graduation graduates everywhere. Yeah, yeah congratulations. So great. Um, I, you know, we do this big back mass every every year. Baccalaureate mass. I good. shouldn't use acronyms. That's yeah, we do this wonderful baccalaureate mass every Saturday before before graduation. Um, what is your what's your favorite time of that? Yeah, you know, I I, I think um, just looking out as I'm preaching mm-hmm. and seeing it's a it's a mixed blessing because I'm seeing faces that I've gotten to know over these years and yeah. I know a little of the backstory, you know, and and. The ups and downs. The ups and downs, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's just, you know, I'm so blessed to be with them. And then thinking to myself, you know, for a lot of these students, you know, I'm not going to see them, you know, and and that, that it's, uh, it's beautiful and tinged with a little bit of sadness at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's for me as well as just, uh, seeing uh the students with their parents you know and and the joy and the the pride their parents have i just i feel so good for them mm-hmm. yeah a mm-hmm. lot of goodness this weekend, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell this but he's getting a little teary oh, right now <laughs> yeah a graduation is i mean it's such a whirlwind weekend too i remember um graduating from duke and feeling like you know your parents are in town and so you're doing everything with them, maybe with a couple other your best friends and their families. But everything just like it, it comes to the end of Sunday and people are like mo- leaving already, moving away. And you've been at all your separate ceremonies and all this stuff. It's 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 a crazy weekend. It is. And the other thing that gets thrown into that is you're moving. Yeah. At the you're same moving time. So everything. it's these two sort of mega events, you know, there's the celebration of the culmination of this four year education or more depending, you know, for our grad students or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then there's also packing up and shipping or driving or flying or whatever, you know, uh, to whatever is the next stop. And that mm-hmm. I think for, for a lot of people that in and of itself is a little bit, you know, it's got a little stress attached yes, to it. Absolutely. But the joy of graduation over, over the top takes, yeah takes the cake I think. it's pretty spectacular and duke does it so well oh, here absolutely. um have yeah. you been able to go to any of the like commencement things in in wallace wade i have i uh, i did that in my early uh, early years mm-hmm. and uh, checked that box and said <laughs> you oh you all enjoy that you don't want to bake in wallace wade I, you know as much fun as that might be i'm going to pass thank you very much yeah. um yeah, I, you know, sometimes it depends on the speaker. I kind of want to, maybe I just want to go. And, sure. But what what is the best commencement address you've heard? Not necessarily at Duke, obviously. Yeah, I, you know, that's a great question. I, I think, um, I think obviously there have been some really fine speakers mm-hmm. uh, throughout the course of human commencement addresses. <laughs> but uh, I don't know that I could pinpoint what I think has been the best. I, I do think, and I, I have spoken at uh, some high school graduations myself and uh, the one and also listened to a fair number of high school mm-hmm. commencement addresses uh, as well as some college ones but um, the ones that I I would probably point out what I don't like rather than what um, I like yeah you know? please and, share and, yeah I, I'm always a little bit offended by the the, the folks who message to graduates that they're the future you know you're the future uh, which I always find uh, a little um, 
off-putting uh, in a certain way to the graduates uh, because it almost says that who you are today really means nothing. What what your real worth is is what you're going to be in the future. Mm. And I, I just think that that's a little bit demeaning to the to the graduates that, wait a minute. Who that you what are, you're doing with your life today is not meaningful. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That there's something powerful in who you are right now, let alone what you're going to do in the future. And the other thing that I think it does is it, it takes people like me of mm. a certain generation off the hook for the future as mm-hmm. if I'm not the future because I'm not you know, 21 anymore, you know, yeah. well, no, I, I, I plan to be very much a part yeah, of the you future. you still got a good another 15 years. I got game, years. baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 15, listen to you. I'm joking. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, I'll commence with you or, or dispense with you, I should say. That is a, that is a really good, I, you know, I hadn't thought about that before. The whole, um, you know, I, it's kind of trade at this point, like you are the future, but you're right. What kind of message is that sending right? that who you are today and, um, the choices that you're making and things that you're doing are, are not as significant. Um, what, so what is the tone that you think they should strike then? Maybe what's, what's some sort of encouragement that you, maybe you've tried to use or you really appreciate when speakers do? I mean, I, again, in public speaking, you know, public speaking one-on-one is, you know, have one message, you know, just try and think of what's Mm. one thing that, that they can walk away with Mm -hmm. that is a challenge for their life in a bigger picture, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, don't try and be funny if you're not a funny person, you know, don't, don't try and do things that aren't in your wheelhouse mm-hmm. and don't try and, you know, be all things to all people. You can, this is, if you're the commencement speaker and you're, you know, a, you know, a female Supreme court justice, well, you know, you're, you're not going to use, you know, sports analogies, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not going to flow mm-hmm. as well. Be who you are. And, but most importantly, I think have one takeaway you know what's the one thing that you want these graduates to say that's the message i took from that commencement speech mm-hmm. you know make it one and make it powerful hit it hit it hit it again and sit down <laughs> hit it hit it hit it again yeah that that hits your three three times your three up, times rule <laughs> we should have a whole podcast on public speaking <laughs> for me <laughs> um yeah, well, um, so, you know, there's this great, um, great, awesome celebration. Everything culminates in this weekend. And then very suddenly you are out in, quote unquote, the real world. Right. Um, well, I, I kind of first want to ask you how you even feel about that uh, moniker, the yeah, real world. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I get it. I, I get where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um but again, back to my point earlier, when you when you start dismissing the experience of students, mm. um, you know, I think you're treading on, uh, um, you know, on, on thin ice. Uh, I, I, and so as a result, uh, trying to describe uh, the collegiate experience or life here at Duke as somehow not real, um, I, I think is... Um, I don't think it's appropriate. I mean, mm-hmm. I, do I believe that there are components of life at Duke that or life at any university that don't necessarily reflect the rest of your life yes i do and mm-hmm. i and i think it's always good for undergraduate and graduate professional students to just be aware of them just know that uh, you know life is pretty darn convenient here on campus you mm-hmm. know everything's right here i mean everything you need <laughs> is right here and out in quote unquote the real world, that doesn't happen. You know, it's not always at your fingertips. And, you know, here at Duke, we're blessed. We, you know, we have so many people trying to think of every possible 
circumstance that might arise and how mm -hmm. we can, uh, as a university, respond to students' needs. And out there in the quote-unquote real world, that, that doesn't happen. And mm -hmm. so I think most students get that. I do think some at times fall into the trap of maybe um, beginning to expect that the rest of their life will kind of look like this when in fact it, it you know it probably won't mm -hmm. um, so and those are the only the only ways I would address that sort of real world because I think mm -hmm. you know in a real world you struggle to excel that happens here at Duke in a real world you have the joys of relationships you have that here at Duke in a real world you know and on and on and on mm -hmm. we can we can list all the things that collegiate you know, undergraduate or, or graduate professional students around the world are experiencing that it's the same thing that I'm experiencing or you're you're experiencing. I always say there's, you know, you know, there's basically like five issues and that most people experience at any given you know moment and everything else is a variation on one of those mm -hmm. themes, you know. And, <laughs> um, and so I, I think that it's real for the students who are living it. But let's always remember that this campus is a little bit, I'll say much, in, in the best sense of that. You know, like the, the, the real world isn't like that. And mm -hmm. everyone knows that, you know, these are bright people. They yeah. get it. But sometimes you get in the mix of it and you miss it. Well, yeah, and, you know, you, you know it and you recognize it, but sometimes it's hard to figure out what are the ways to make sure you're still getting a dose of things out you know, outside of the bubble. And sure. now I don't want to say the real world because we've established that that's, that's not that's true. Bogus. That's <laughs> but, right. um, beyond the Duke bubble a little bit, like, um, yeah. What are, what are some, some ways that students can try and, you know, yeah. Get out of the Duke bubble a little bit. And sure. You know, I, I remember I, um, did my, uh, graduate studies in theology in, uh, in Rome in Italy for three years. And for those three years, I never came back to the States. That was the, mm. kind of the rule at the time. And I'll never forget when I flew back and touched down at, at JFK, one of our friars from one of our, uh, friaries in, in New York city came and picked me up and we were driving from, um, from JFK back to the Friary. And the one thing that struck me right away as different from the, when I had left three years earlier was the um, the brake light in the middle of the back uh, window. window. Mm -hmm. When I left, no cars had those. And when I came back, all the cars had them. Really? And it was just <laughs> interesting how something subtle like that mm -hmm. struck my attention that, that quote unquote, the real world has changed, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. so... In some ways, um, after commencement, you know, the, the parties and you're, you're chilling, but then maybe you're thrown into a new reality pretty quickly and you begin to see maybe some facets of life that um, you weren't thinking about. So I, I think any undergraduates, you know, that are, you know, still kind of working here at school or whatever uh, or haven't finished their degree and still have things to think about in order to prepare themselves for a, a bit of a different reality continuously continuously from time to time ask yourself what's going to be different about my life when this learning mm -hmm. experience ends and how can I introduce some of that difference into my current life mm -hmm. and some ways I think to do that are get off campus and get your hands into something that's so not you, mm, that's so yeah. not your world, whether that be serving the poor, whether that be 
um, working with the elderly, you know, outside your comfort zone, something that, you know, isn't going to build your resume, something mm, that isn't, isn't going to build your resume. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, but something that isn't maybe even something you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times our service revolves around things we like, mm-hmm. you know, when maybe service should really revolve around what's the need. What's the need in my you know? community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think those can help us to be more ready for a different world mm-hmm. once we do graduate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Duke does such um, an incredible job of making this campus diverse. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I think that there, there are some aspects of diversity that, that they can't include in this campus culture. Um, namely, like, if, if people can't keep up with the academic rigor. Right. Um, and that's a diversity that you encounter in the real world. Um, could you speak to that a little? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I'm not sure how the university would be able to address that. But, you know, it, it's pretty self-evident that, you know, half the world is below average. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> that's really right. That's really half, hard to half the world is below average. Admit. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so the majority of the people that uh, we will deal with will not think about life the way we do, mm-hmm. will not have had the educational benefit that we that we have had. Mm-hmm. And so they just won't see life through our lens. And to it's so easy to dismiss, uh, dismiss as somehow because you're not as educated you're, you know, you don't, you know, I, I can't really accept. Or uh, I can't learn anything right? from you. You can't teach me anything. Sure. We can't work together as peers. Sure. Or, or you know, you might not see it a better way, mm-hmm. you know. And so realizing that sometimes excellent education can be a bit of a blinder. Mm-hmm. It's an unintended consequence. I mean, there's only, the only way you can get at, at a high-powered educational institution is by surrounding yourself with high-powered yeah. educational people. Mm-hmm. And and so that doesn't always allow for the person who is, you know, functionally literate and not a whole lot more. But, I mean, there's wisdom in that. You know, mm-hmm. I, my grandfather... You know, he went to fourth grade and was a milkman his whole life. But I know I learned things from him yeah. that um, that I still treasure to this day mm-hmm. that, um, you know, would never have come from a, you know, a college textbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I wish that I'd considered that um, a little bit more before I graduated, although, you know, I think I've surrounded myself working in the Catholic Center with, you know, excellent people who... Um, Hopefully Very broad-minded. Think, yeah, think differently and yeah. have it come mm-hmm. at it from different experiences. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, we have an incredible staff in that way. We, we really all do have very different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Um, but I, I lastly want to talk about, um, you know, maybe it's a little bit too late for our 2017ers or maybe not. It's so recent. Yeah, but sure. definitely for, um, you know, any other folks who haven't graduated yet, having a plan before you go. Because um, believe it or not, you know, this next year is going to fly by and it is going to be sure. And it's not, I, I don't think it's have a plan in the sense that, you know, a career, plan. career plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's the thing that gets hammered mm-hmm. in terms of planning over. Yeah. And over the university and over helps again. you with that. Absolutely. You've got mentors. There's right. a career center. Yeah. Right. I, I just think more of uh, a, a life plan around what do I want to be the substantive components of my mm-hmm. of my life big time and and 
hey, you don't have to wait to graduate to figure that out. I mean, mm -hmm. imagine embracing that sort of habit even while an undergraduate or a graduate professional student here, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm trying to uh, to live my life by view of a broader um, a broader metric other than my career, mm -hmm. you know, and so here are some constitutive elements that will be a part of my um of my life plan, you mm -hmm. know, that it, whether it's going to be, you know, I'm going to start with a healthy body that mm -hmm. I'm really going to take a look and say, what, what kind of exercise, what, what kind of nutrition, what kind of, you know, recreational, mm -hmm. you know, insert drug or alcohol here, you know, <laughs> what's my stance on all of that, you know, and then certainly, you know, as we come at it, you know, what's my, What's my spiritual life plan? Mm -hmm. You know, where what are the constitutive elements that, whether you're you know seventeen or seventy seven, that they they're critical to make real. You know, mm -hmm. and so um, I think having that in mind is is important. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we talked about having a plan before you go, uh, but then, you know, I feel like there's this component. I was always commencement, meaning new beginning. I don't think I ever thought through that very much as a, as a student or a young graduate or whatever, what that, um, the implications of that, how, how can a new beginning, a fresh start, um, it feels like that for your career, certainly, but what are some other elements that you can bring this kind of commencement, um, idea and perspective to? Yeah, great question. I, I think, uh, in many ways we, uh, we often look at our lives or we look in the mirror and we think the die is cast, you know, like mm. yeah, a zebra can't change his stripes, you know, and this is, this is me, you know, and this is what you get. And, but in many ways, you know, beginning anew mm -hmm. is the, is the glory of resurrection. It's the glory of the mm -hmm. Easter season. It's the power of the Holy spirit to come and transform us and make all things new. You know, mm -hmm. that's really the, a new heaven and a new earth. That's the promise of the kingdom. And so we're challenged to do that starting with ourselves. I mean, how can I reinvent myself, not completely as if I'm going to tear everything down and start from scratch, but how can I reinvent the weak spots, the the blind spots, the areas where when I look back on my collegiate career or, you know, even when I look back on last month or last year, I tended to do X. Mm -hmm. I'm going to commence a new phase in my life where that's no longer a definer of of me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's no longer how I see myself. That's no longer what weighs me down. And Christ gives us, I think, the challenge all the time to make all things new, to to try and commence again and again and again. And if the sacraments are certainly a part of giving us the, the grace to be able to do that, but in particular reconciliation to be able to say, mm. here's where I have broken this down in the past and here's where I need to commence anew mm -hmm. in some some vital way that, um, that can be transformational for my life. And so I, I just think uh, allowing this new fresh start, um, whether it be the fresh summer that I'm embarking upon or whether it be this new moment post-graduation that I'm embarking upon, let there be some time to reflect on what's the fresh start that um, is really being called for in my life where Christ can get in mm -hmm. and, and make a new creation of me. Yeah. Hmm. It's a beautiful way to end. I like that reflection. And now, so I also, should we offer reconciliation during commencement address, you know, off to the side just to... Yeah, that'll be next year. Look for that next year. Yeah, we'll get right on that. Little, little confessionals. Right on that. right. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Father Mike. Um, I wish that we'd had this conversation before I graduated Duke I wish, many years ago. I wish I'd had it before I graduated. <laughs> so you guys are getting the insider tips exactly. in this episode. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us for another wonderful, wonderful episode of Friarside Chats. We have a really great time. We hope you guys do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. You can email me at erm13 at duke.edu. For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. Awesome. Thank you so much, Father Mike. Thank you, Emma. All right. Have a great day.